Obviously, we've had conversations with uh, a few of the speakers here, and uh, one of the the things that I, I was curious about, which I didn't get a chance to ask my last speaker, and I think you're pretty well placed to answer this, is why is it believed that it's reductionist to um, even say that uh, state capture and grant corruption uh, are synonymous or even similar? Um, well, good afternoon, Zepiso. Um, I think uh, it might be an academic exercise that people are having. Um, whether you define it in many ways or the other, what I've noticed today through throughout the meeting is that we're all coming from different points of view about whether it's grand corruption or state capture or even in the case of military coups that um, a speaker earlier was speaking about Egypt and how uh, after the Arab Spring, the government actually changed the constitution to protect the military's economic, um, uh, what you call it, all the gains that they made and all the money that they've taken. So it depends on how you put it, but it also means that you have to, to in South Africa now, state capture is, is the phrase hmm. that we call it, but we've had grand corruption before. And we've had it uh, in many other countries over a long time. Um, some people spoke about Eastern Europe and how there's something called Sovietization, for instance, and how then the um, the Russian government has actually, under Putin, recaptured the state. So it's academic uh, exercise. It's an academic exercise that we're playing with, but we're talking about people who've decided that they want to take resources from one person. To, from from the citizens or from the state for themselves and i i, I think i guess what I, i'm trying to understand and and the reason we're doing this is not only to widen the conversation but also to empower people with some form of knowledge around what are its characteristics is it systemic or is it uh, purely down to a cabal of uh, individuals the elite who are stripping the state of its assets for their own private gain so, one, it is stripping the state of it for private gain, but it is systematic. Uh, it, it can happen at many levels. So, if you're in a ward, for instance, and you have a counselor, and to gain access to him, you have to pay some kind of money uh, so that you can actually access certain services, why are we not calling that state capture? Because at that level, it means that if I want my bin removed uh, and cleaned out, I can't access a basic service. Hmm. Um, if it's happening at the national level, uh, with all the revelations that we've seen in South Africa recently, why are we calling? Why is it necessarily more important to call it state capture at that level versus the everyday experience? So it's about those people who feel that well, I I don't care about other people. I don't care about um, my fellow citizens. It's all about me and what I want. Which is interesting because I saw through um, some of the literature that was presented exactly what I, I mentioned earlier on about uh, over-regulation, obfuscation and disorganizations where uh, rules are created and situations with regards to access of services uh, are, are made prohibitive uh, so that people are more liable or amenable to paying a bribe. So why do we not call that state capture? The, you know, for me, it, it actually just hit me now when we're talking about <laughs> it that, hey, this is not, we experience this on a day-to-day -day basis. 
and why we were not recognizing it for what it actually is. Uh, because at the end of the day, if a citizen has to suffer for somebody else to be better off, then there's a problem there. Uh, you can go back to the arms deal issues, you can go back to even uh, grand corruption during apartheid. You think about the 70s and how uh, money was funneled into creating a newspaper and things like that. Um, we're, we're actually seeing, this is like uh, a part two we've seen with, with certain, uh, certain organisations uh, around the Gupta family and so on. And you know what I also find quite uh, fascinating is uh, this whole thing of mismanaging, uh, mismanagement and profiteering from public assets that even the agreements that are signed by uh, managers and their staff just in terms of bonuses, the secretive nature of that also accounts for within this uh, definition of state capture. I mean, we've we've had that debacle around uh, uh, the allegations against Brian Mulefe and uh, uh, the millions of rands that he was due uh, for uh, his quote-unquote retirement. So does it mean that any time a system or, or officials create secrecy around a system, that we can also assume that the ultimate goal is that, to strip the state of assets for personal gain. And therefore, we can say there's been state capture around, for and it's been happening right underneath our noses. And we, people haven't really raised eyebrows yeah you see it 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 it, it what you're talking about also sort of speaks to what i'll be talking about tomorrow that it's about the culture in the country as well so what do we do as citizens when we see something go wrong um so one question like we ask in afrobarometer is so you've you say you've seen corruption you say you've paid a bribe what are you going to do about it um, I think that's probably the most vital thing because nothing changes without a mass of people actually taking action. So do we all collectively stop paying bribes to traffic officers? Uh, do we... Licensing department. You know, do we, do we get the police to actually do their jobs? Uh, you see what the Social Justice Coalition and so many other groups are trying to force uh, the police minister to build police stations in townships and so on. So... It, it has to be a mass base. Uh, one of, one of, some other speaker actually also spoke about how until we get everybody on the ground who's not part of the elite to buy into fighting this, you're actually uh, losing the game. Because if it's just uh, all the educated people and those in government and business and so on screaming and shouting, that's not good enough. Um, so it's about responsibility as a citizen as well. Um, what do you do as an individual person where you you come across these things? Right, thank you so much for speaking to us. Wusiso Nkomo, a spokesperson for Afrobarometer.